Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a little NBA, uh, NHL that's starting up tonight on the night of this recording, uh, the national championship. Uh, We recorded on Monday when it was going down, but we were not there for the final, so we'll be talking a little bit about that. Uh, as well as college basketball and the NFL divisional round and, Will, the NFL 2021 Hall of Fame nominees. Are you ready? I am. Let's do this. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. All right, well, so the biggest news that I believe we have today is James Harden has finally been dealt. He is yep. going to be a Brooklyn net in a crazy Crazy, crazy deal. I have all the specifics, Will, if you sure. are able to hear it. Sure. So this is a four-team trade that includes the Nets, the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Cavaliers. What, which team would you like to hear first? Um, let's see. Let's see what the Nets gave up. See what the Nets gave up? Yeah. Okay, so the Nets gave up. Um, four first rounders and mm-hmm. a second round swap, as well as Torian Prince, uh, Allen, Jared Allen, and where is he? Karis Levert. Wow, that's that's a lot for James Harden. Yeah, I'd say. Um, so does that mean? 
So who who received the picks? Because there's four teams in that trade. So obviously I know the Pacers and the Cavs technically mm-hmm. all got so pieces of that. The Pacers got a second round pick, mm-hmm. and then the Rockets got all, all four of the first rounders. Okay, and then so the Rockets got. So who do the Rockets end up with? The Rockets got. Victor Oladipo from the Pacers, because mm-hmm. originally Lavert went to the Rockets, yes. and then they traded Lavert for Oladipo, um, as well as Dante Axum and that dude Karuks. Okay, that's who the Rockets got. And then um, did and the then, Cavs get just Jared Allen and, and someone else, Torian Prince. Torian, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the Nets just got James Harden. Uh, you guys would have seen that. Yesterday, uh, if you guys follow at Inside the Five Pod on Instagram as well as Twitter and TikTok, uh, that's where we posted it. The specifics. So, um, honestly, a big trade, big big trade. Um, we don't know if Kyrie's going to be playing. We still don't know about that. That also happened yesterday. That's another key um, move, like reasoning why they probably acquired him. Right. I'd say because see if that will get Kyrie to play or if Kyrie doesn't play, they have someone else. Mm -hmm. Because as it's looking right now, I'm not going to say anything too early, but like Kyrie Irving, it looks like he's like on the verge of retiring, which is kind of crazy. Right. To think about. Um, I'd say, honestly, I think the, um, the Rockets probably run that trade. I, I, I agree because, end. I mean, they had to get rid of Harden. Harden mm-hmm. didn't want to be there, so they got a lot of picks out of it, which is what we said earlier when Harden first, like, showed that he didn't want to be there. Like, just get all your picks, get some young guys. And then which, they which, found a way to get older did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would have kept Karis LeVert or not. And Yeah. And, Especially because he's injured right now. Yeah. Well, actually, is he injured right now, or is that someone else that's out for the season? Or no, is think, he injured on top? I think of Levert. Him? I think Levert tore his ACL. Was it him? I got confused about this yesterday too, and then I was told it was someone else that was out for the season. On November twelfth, Karis Levert suffered a severe right leg injury late in the first half of the Nets' 120-113 loss to the Timberwolves in Minnesota. He was later diagnosed with a subtalar dislocation of the right foot. Oh, wait, no, that's in 2019. Yeah, no, we're, we're talking about um, the other guard Spencer over Din- there, Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. Yeah. All right. Same. Okay, yeah, because I was, I was confused at first. Right. And then, okay, so, yeah, I don't really know why they wanted Oladipo instead. I mean, honestly, I think at that point it's just preference. Yeah, I I think so, especially because uh, they're trying to make the playoffs, so Victor Oladipo is pretty good in the playoffs because, I mean, they have John Wall, they have DeMarcus Cousins, so it's not like they could, like, rebuild with that right now yeah they got like a season or two with them and then they're hopefully those picks come in yeah and then they have christian wood who's going to be there for a while when he's on like five years Mm -hmm. so i mean they're looking pretty good i mean i think if Kyrie 
Harden and KD obviously all end up playing all together, they're going to be really good for like a short period of time, I think. I don't think they're going to last that long. They don't have depth. Yeah, they don't have any depth. And we were talking about how the Nets have like literally the most deep bench in the league and it's starting to go away now. It's just like slowly going away. I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of crazy to think about that. Literally, they, the Nets were doing fine with Dinwiddie, Levert, and Allen. Mm-hmm. Now they're just no one's on the team. Like Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie yeah. just like lost all of his boys. Right, like that's sad. Like the Nets were like, the Nets were so fun without Kyrie and KD. They were literally a playoff team without them, and then they still like picked both of them up, and now they have James Harden. It's just going to be insane. If they can find a way to, like, evenly distribute the ball, it's going to be insane. Yeah, that, like, I don't know. I saw a funny video yesterday of, like, some guy playing with the Nets, Nets on 2K. He's like, what's the what the Nets offense is going to look like? And it was literally Kyrie – or no, it was Harden with the ball first. He was literally just dribbling. Then he passed it to KD, and he just started dribbling. Then he passed it to Kyrie. He just started dribbling and just nailed, like, a fader. He's like, that's going to be the whole game. Like, that's I mean, literally yeah. what it's going like, to be. It's just going to, like... It's just going to be whoever wants freeze. to take an ISO. Yeah. It's whoever has, like... Whoever's on the side of the court with less players is who's going to get the ball. Like, like who do you even guard? Like, I, like I, don't I don't even know. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, when the Celtics play them, like... Yeah. Like, how does that even work? You got... No, ready? Ready? I mean, like, got, we'll be fine. It's just, like, just crazy to think about. We have to worry about three superstars. You got Smart on Kyrie. Yep. You got Brown on Harden. And then you put the rest of the players on KD. And then you don't <laughs> worry about the other two. Yeah. Like, what's DeAndre Jordan going to do to us? I mean, yeah, he's going to drop, like, what, 10 points? Yeah, 10 points. That's it. And... I like our chances. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, yeah, it just seems it just seems crazy. Like I, I feel like that's more crazy than Curry, Clay, and Katie. At, right. Because at, at I a, mean at, at, a, at a specific like level. Cause like if you think about it, Kyrie, I would say is just a little bit less than Steph. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to skills. I think Steph's like a better teammate, a better leader. But like skill wise, Steph I would say is a little bit better. And then Harden is better than Clay, offense wise, yeah. by like a lot, like creation wise. Because Clay's a catch and shoot; he's a really good catch and shoot. He's an all star, but James Harden is a superstar. And then KD is just—I mean, KD. It's KD, yeah. Like, right. Like that is more insane. And I mean, they still have like a decent bench. They're like still there. There's still like players there. I think. I hope. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know who they have. They might just play now. with those three. They might play with those three in the starters, and then they'll have DeAndre Jordan come off the bench just by himself. Yeah, because they there was a there was a post that literally had the Nets starting five. ESPN posted this. They mm-hmm. had everyone obviously we mentioned, and then right. at the five was Jeff Green. <laughs> Like they, yeah. they just forget. Yeah. Like they just don't have. Like they had KD at the four, and then I don't even. It was before. I had, I don't even. I don't even understand. I didn't even understand how Jeff Green was playing five. All right. So ready? We got 
Kyrie at the one, Harden two, Jeff Green three, KD four, DeAndre Jordan five. This is Bleacher Report. And then the backup point guards are Bruce Brown, Chris Chioza. Backup mm-hmm. shooting guards are Joe Harris, Landry Shamit, and Tyler Johnson. Those are three good backups right yeah, there. Yeah, and you're going to interchange them with point guards because I think Tyler Johnson might be better at playing point guard as well. Same as... with Landry Shamit sometimes. Yeah. And then backup small forward is uh, Timothy Luau Cabarat, who's actually pretty good as well. He's pretty good, yeah. Power forward, Reggie Perry. Never heard of him. Center, Nicholas Claxton is like a young guy. I didn't even know he was a center. To be honest, I have no idea who that is. If I'm gonna be honest, he's he's like decently tall, but I didn't know he's he's six eleven. He's a rookie. Yeah. So I mean, this doesn't seem like that bad. They just they just went from like literally being insane with Kyrie and KD to being a little bit better like at the beginning of games, and then like potentially just like becoming a disaster in the second half. Yeah, I want to see like what they actually do with that. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing the ESPN post. They did have Jeff Green at the five. Yeah, like I was so confused. Like, did they forget that DeAndre Jordan exists? Like, yeah, and like <laughs> they had Kyrie, James Harden, Joe Harris at the three, KD at the four, and Jeff Green at the five. Like DeAndre Jordan, like they literally just had the big media players. Yeah, I know. They literally just put Joe Harris in there just because he won the three point contest. That's the only reason. That that's still going to be a team full of shooters, though. Yeah, they're going to be nasty. But mm-hmm. anyways, continuing on with the NBA, um, I'm just assuming this. I'm just like I'm just saying it looks like because we talked about this on Monday how the NBA was planning on possibly suspending play for a little while, and we yep. were supposed to find out by well at the time of this recording and possibly by when it comes out. It's looking like they're not going to suspend it, and they're just going to keep postponing and rescheduling. I mean, that's kind of like what the MLB did, and they found a way to finish the season. So, yeah, hopefully, I don't, I don't think there's no bad. like big outbreaks. Yeah, there's no like huge mm-hmm. outbreaks. Will be fine. Yeah, and then um, some good news: the Celtics are back uh, Friday night and Sunday. They play the Magic Friday, the Knicks on Sunday. Um, honestly. I think I think the Celtics can easily win both of those games. I mean, I, yeah. I mean the Knicks might give us a little trouble, believe it or not, but I don't think the Magic will. Well, the problem is we still don't have our best players. They're still on a. Oh, that's actually true. I totally forgot about that. I was yep. thinking like we were completely healthy. No, yeah. I think we either have like ten or eleven guys that we're running with right now. Well, so it's going to be an interesting game, actually. Never mind. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting for us to see that. And then um, for now, we usually do a lock of the episode, but we're going to postpone until we can figure out how to, like, come up with a game schedule, I guess, for the NBA because it's kind of tough. Because, like, as I was about to put games, like, there was, like, four games that got postponed from, like, the weekend. And I was just like, okay, I don't really know what to do here. Just until, like, the NBA bounces back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping probably, like, a couple weeks will be good. Mm-hmm. But on that note, we got some, I guess, we got some exciting news. The NHL is back. This is going to be our NHL segment brought to you by Puck Culture. We had our first 
games around the league yesterday. We had five of them. We had the Flyers beating the Penguins six to three. The Leafs beating the Habs five to four in OT. The Lightning beating the Blackhawks five to one. The Canucks beating the Oilers five to three, and the Blues beating the Avalanche four to one. So we started off with some with a few games on opening night. But more importantly, we move on to tonight's game. We got Bruins yep. Devils tonight. We got the Bruins Devils on Saturday and the Bruins against the Islanders on Monday, as well as Tim Stutzel's first game against the against the Leafs on Friday. Yeah, you got you got to hammer Stutzel's first game. You got to hammer that hundred percent, like easily. So, um, we'll start off with Tim Stutzel. He is currently playing wing for the Sens, so he's switching his position. He right can play now. center too if you wanted he, to. Yeah, so he, he's moving. He just, like feels his bad a little bit. He feels bad because he knows he's like better than everybody else at center, and he's like, you know, what? I'll just give it to you guys. I'm the rookie here. I like, I don't want to make you guys look bad right now. Yeah, like he doesn't want to like shit on his teammates that, yeah, were like in his spot. Exactly. <laughs> no worries. Not their spot. It's his spot. Right, and the Bruins are gonna win both of those games because Bruins' last game that they played was in August. The last time the Devils played Will was in March. So. Jeez. Yeah, I I think we can easily beat the Devils twice, right. and then Islanders might be tough. The Islanders are pretty good. Yeah. Islanders are pretty good. And then um also I want to get back to Stuarts really quick. I'm interested to see what he does in his first game. Obviously he's playing winger, which I th- he's going to be fine. I don't think that's going to matter too much. Yeah. But I'm just curious cuz he's going to get a lot of he's going to get a lot of playing time. Like they like need him on that team. You think you think he's first line game 1 or not? Nah? No, nah, I think he'll be like second or third. Second or he'll third. Like, and then he'll probably play with some of the first liners, I'd say, because right. I, I like they don't really have anything to lose by having him right. play with like everyone. Yeah, like who's good on the sense? I don't really even know. Like Ottawa. I'm gonna take a look. I'm not a big hockey guy, so I don't know. Is Johnny Hockey on the? No, he's on uh He's on the Oilers, right? No, I think Johnny Hockey's on the. Sense is he, is he really? Um, he's not on roster. Edmonton. Oh no, he's no. on the Flames. He's on the yeah, Flames. Yeah, he's on the Flames. Okay, so all right, they have a Nisimov. He's center. He's not bad. Uh, yeah, um, just, that's who Tim Stutzel felt bad for. Just looking to see if I like recognize any of the names here. Not a big Sens guy, except for. Stutes, except for Stutes, um, of course. Defense, not really seeing anyone. Yeah, I honestly don't really know any of these people on this team. I like, I actually only know Anisimov and Stutzel. All right, well, it's Stutzel's team now, so yeah, that's all we need to care about. That, that that's all that's all that matters. So hashtag free Stutes. Exactly, get him, get him on the first line ASAP. I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited to see the Bruins tonight, which are starting soon at time of this recording, about like 15 minutes. But I'd say that's all we got right now for the NHL. Obviously, as more games are being played, more news, more everything, we'll be getting that going. And uh, Mm -hmm. shout out Puck Culture. Shout out Puck Culture. But moving on to our final college football section recap. 
till next year, till next season. Uh, I just want to say a quick shout out to all the boys that supported the college football section. Uh, you know, bleed teal. Shout out Coastal. Shout out the Chanticleers. We'll be back. We will be back. But with that being said, Alabama officially beat Ohio State in the national championship. It was 52 to 24. It was a murder. It was not fair. Mac Jones is fat. That's all right because he threw 36 for 45 with 464 yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He literally went insane. Mm hmm. And Najee Harris had 22 carries, 79 yards for two touchdowns. Let's see. On the receiving end, Devonta Smith, who got hurt in the third quarter, I believe, had 12 receptions, 215 yards, and three touchdowns. Yep, he's literally insane. He's <laughs> nasty. He's nasty. Mechie had eight receptions for 81. Um, Waddle, who was injured going into this game, I cannot believe he played, had three for 34. Yeah, I was surprised uh, he played. Was there any picks in this game? There was not. Uh, Fields led the team in rushing because uh, Trey Sermon got hurt on the first play of the game. If you guys heard us in the last pod, we were upset about that because we missed out on our parlay. We needed him to score a touchdown. But Justin Fields went 17 for 33, 194 yards, one touchdown. Uh, needed him to get four. Um, <laughs> he also ran for 67 yards. Master Teague had 65 yards with two tutties. Um on the receiving end, Olave had eight for sixty-nine, and uh, Garrett Wilson had. Oh wait, I'm lost. Garrett Wilson had three for fifty with one touchdown. Um, it was overall just an absolute bloodbath. Like Alabama killed them. It, yeah, it was it was like an interesting time. game at first, and then honestly, what kind of ruined it? That sermon got hurt literally on the first play, and it was literally just on like, the first play. Like, that kind of just ruined, like, I want to say almost the whole game for Ohio State because they literally couldn't do anything after that. They could not do anything after that. <clears throat> and Alabama's defense is, like, insane. Yeah, they were nasty. It, like, like, it's not just their offense. Like, they're just insane. Like, Alabama was literally scoring at will. Like, Ohio State was actually struggling. Yeah. Every time Alabama touched the ball, it was like, okay, we're just going to go down and score easily. Yeah. Like, and we thought – like once, like it became like such a big lead, we thought they were just gonna start running the ball a little bit more. Not, didn't even change. They just yeah. just kept slinging it. Alabama, Alabama almost only punted twice the whole game. That's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ohio State only punted five times, which is still like not a lot. But I mean, only punting twice in a game. They weren't even good punts either. The girl on Nickelodeon would have been hyped though. But yeah, so overall, <laughs> it was just an absolute bloodbath. Um, that's gonna wrap up our NCAA recaps for the season. Uh, Sean's got it next year, no big deal. We're back, but moving on, Will, we have some college basketball to cover. Uh, before I let you break down these games, Will, and talk about them a little bit, we placed a parlay yesterday. These are the games we hit all three games. <laughs> out of four, the last game we lost 
on a buzzer beater. Well, I'll let you talk about that first game. All right. Yep. The game we're talking about is Texas Tech taking on Texas at home for Texas. They lost 79 to 77. Mac McClung hits an insane, insane shot at the end of the game with about two yeah. seconds left, I'd say. Like, I just ballpark estimate. I don't really remember. I choose not to remember. Um, yeah. Like, I just like, couldn't believe it. Like, he literally got the ball. Like, like the interview after the game got me a little bit more upset because they were just like, just give Mac the ball. And he's like, yeah, just do whatever you want to do, man. And I was like, imagine just having that power and he just like, all right, I'm just going to make the shot this time. Like, why is he, like, nasty? Like, he was, like, good in high school. And then where did he go? He, did he go to Xavier? Did he go to Georgetown? He went to Georgetown. I think it was Georgetown. I, it was, yeah, I think it was Georgetown. No, he went to Georgetown, and then he didn't really have that good of a year. Transfers to Texas Tech. That was the first game I saw of him at Texas Tech, and he just absolutely bugged. He was insane. I was like, like they gave him the ball every time. Him. He tried to do like a Kobe self-oop like four times. That's what pissed me off because he tried doing that BS the whole game, and then he, he hits the game doing, winner that yeah, ruined right? our night. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, like – I have no attachment to Texas Tech or Texas other than the fact that we had a parlay, but like I, I didn't like care. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. matter to me, but like that just like pissed me off. I was like, it was like watching him try to do self alley oops on Texas and he literally got bodied. Right. And like we were just so close. I was literally all our games were seven o'clock games and then that was a nine o'clock game. So that was literally the last game that we needed and we had all of them. And then we just lost that on a fucking on a buzzer yeah, beater. On a buzzer beater. And then the even worse, even worse. I can't even begin. Like one, the commentator swore that Texas had a timeout at the end of the game. And he was like, All right, guys, if Texas is smart here, they get the ball to half court, they call a timeout, they develop, they get their last shot off. Yeah. Literally looked at the scoreboard. If he literally <laughs> just chose to look down, they just they had no timeouts and he, and he was like it, like he literally was so confused why they didn't call a timeout for a second he's like oh my bad yeah my fault guys they didn't have a yeah. timeout yeah and he literally hauled it down hauled it down the court and they took the most shitty shot i've ever seen literally the worst shot ever like i would have been happy if they had just decided to drive the ball and maybe get fouled like there, there was point. three seconds left he runs down the court does not pass it doesn't try to pass to get it down the court faster, runs down the court and just jacks up a three. Like, what are you doing? I was so confused. And it was just that that's not show. even the, that's not even the worst part. The worst part was that they got press break like they were in fourth grade and they turned the ball oh, over. Yeah. They just had like, a that was actually press. embarrassing. They had a man press and Texas Tech would double the ball, full court man press. And I think in like sixth grade by sixth grade you can beat that to perfection how do you it not was know how literally to that? The, it was literally like the weakest press break i've ever it seen it was such a bad press it was such a bad press literally the dude inbounding the ball and then they had the guy covering inbound the guy who was covering inbound his back was towards the sideline and he was yeah. literally covering nothing and he turned the ball over <sighs> i don't know if it was the inbounders fault or it was just like everyone else failing to get open like so bad 
because yeah, I mean, I feel like he like, was only like two seconds into his five second violation. Though. They had like three seconds to literally call something. Like I'm surprised that like in college, like you don't have a press break. Like right. how do you not have a press break ready? And they called like three freaking timeouts to like try to break it, and they just couldn't. The, the coach they, couldn't draw up they anything. Decided, they did the same they, thing every time. If they just decided to just maybe call one timeout and figure it out, they would have had a timeout and probably won the game. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, like, no, the worst part is they called three timeouts trying to figure it out and they couldn't. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some freshmen on that team that were playing. Like, I'm sure they just came off from playing AAU. Like, do you not know what a press break is? Right, like, because that's what you run in AAU. So, honestly, if you're, like, they should know. No matter what grade you're in, you should know. Like, you should They know. actually They actually got AAU'd so bad. Like, they literally, did. like, AAU, you run press the whole game. Like, literally everyone, yeah. it's literally, like, the worst game to watch. Everyone's just running press literally the whole game. It's literally just fast breaks off the press. Yeah. That's what that game was like, at the end, too. They were like, oh, what do we pass the ball? And breaking, the ball breaking news. Breaking news. We got some breaking news. Jaguars hire former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer as their new head coach. Um, wow. I mean, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't, go, I don't go Jaguars. Yeah, maybe they'll win two games this season. <laughs> All right. But to keep it going, we also had Ohio State against Northwestern. They won by 10. And then we had Louisville against Wake Forest. They won by 12. Which we had another game, too, but it just games. didn't even matter. We, yeah. yeah. We had another game, game, and they killed them. So, like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. But moving on, Will, I say we get right into the NFL. Yes, Starting I'm very excited. Saturday games, we have the Rams versus the Packers and the Ravens versus the Bills. Starting off with the Rams versus the Packers, I kind of oh, – my phone just fell on the ground. I kind of <laughs> like the Rams. I kind of like the Rams. All right. I got – so I've been thinking about these divisional games for a few days now. I'm just, like, interested to see, like, what happens because there's actually, like, some interesting no – And you have nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, So I was like, okay, so in a scenario that the Rams would win this game, if they played defense like they played last weekend, I could see them winning that game. They could win this game. Yeah. They could easily win this game. Now, if the Packers just decide to, like, go absolutely insane and Josh – or not, nope, not Josh Norman. 
why did I just forget who it was? Jair Alexander? Not Jair Alexander, the Rams quarterback. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. I don't know why I don't know why I just drew a blank there. Yeah, if he just decides not to show up, it's Packers all the way. I just don't think they have a chance. But I think Jalen Ramsey can stop. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey, he can't stop Devontae Adams, but he can slow no, but, him but down. If he gets into his head, I think it's over. Because, like, yeah. like because we saw DK was, like, pissed. He, like, yeah, no, DK, like yeah. Ramsey definitely said something, and he's, like, he just literally just couldn't handle right. it. Right. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. So, if that happens, like, Rams are probably, I say the Rams have a great chance of winning this game. Well, who are you gonna who are you gonna take though? Who are you going to take? I want to see the Rams win. I don't. I don't like the Packers at all. I don't. I just give me the Rams. Right. I'm also going them. to be. I want to see Rams. them end before they even. Interesting. I don't want them. Don't want them. And then, then on we got, Saturday, will yep. we have the Snow Bowl? Ravens versus the Bills. Forty percent chance of snow on that day. And mm-hmm. just because of that, I got the Bills. That's literally it. Will, if you want to break out your little Lamar stat. Yeah, so um, Lamar Jackson has never played a game, not a single second minute at all of a game in snow. So that 40% chance that it snows, I'm taking the Bills. The 60% chance that it doesn't snow, I'm taking the Bills. So (laughs) the Bills. So the Bills. Yep, it's as easy as that. Yeah, simple. Now we move on to Sunday. We got yep. some interesting matchups here. We have Browns against the Chiefs. Now, if the Browns come out the way they came out on Sunday night last week, mm-hmm. I mean, they could freaking win the Super Bowl. <sighs> but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Andy Reid just doesn't lose after having a week off, so I got to take the right. Chiefs. I'm also going to be taking the Chiefs. Um, I think the Browns are levels ahead of the Steelers. That's why they killed them. But, I mean, the Chiefs are just a different animal. Yeah, the they're they're like I don't even know how to explain it. They're they're insane. They're they're just insane. Now, see, like, am I going to be rooting for the Chiefs? I don't really know. I kind of want to see the Browns pull off another upset. That'd be kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. It would be nice. It would be cool to shake things up. Maybe it see would, the Bills it, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean. I still think the Bills have a decent shot. If that, if yeah. if our predictions stand, I think the Bills, out of any team, I think that has won. Like I think if the Steelers ended up playing the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, I don't think it would have been fair. Now the Ravens, yeah. I I don't think it would have been fair either because Lamar Jackson just doesn't play well against Mahomes. Lamar Jackson doesn't play well like at all when it matters. And then. I don't like obviously I can't even say the Titans if they won that game. They looked pretty bad. Right. Yeah, no. But um the next game on Sunday, mm-hmm. we are a divisional matchup in the divisional round. The Bucks taking on the Saints will. I'm just gonna go ahead right away and I'm gonna take the Bucks. I just I Drew Brees is hurt. I oh, could like I could true. easily see the Saints winning, but I I I'm thinking a little upset here. I just think Brady's better than Breeze, like by a mile. Yeah, Brady's slinging the ball right now. Brady looks better than he looked the past three years on the Pats, in my opinion. I I agree. Like, I mean, 
after watching them play the football team, obviously it was it could have been closer than it was at the end of the game, but like the Bucks look good. I mean, yeah, and the Saints have a good defense, but if if they can get Kamara going against a decent a decent decent uh, Bucks defense, if they can get Kamara going. It should be wraps, but if they can't, I gotta take the Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks as well. I like I like the Bucks here. And okay. the only thing that I want to say is I don't know why everyone's trying to convince everyone that it's possible to win, to be the same team three times in a season. I, I just don't think it's possible. Um, Let's think. I, let's I think see. it's way too hard, especially in a playoff game. Yeah. Like, like right. that's kind of tough, especially in the divisional round. I think wild card, you have a chance because like anything can happen. Divisional right. round, I feel like like they literally were prepping. Like, no, wait. the Saints game was like a joke last weekend. Like, I'm sorry. It was literally a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. They played. That's like having a bye. They, yeah. They literally had a bye. And then the Bucks. they actually had a challenging game against the football team for the most part, I would say. Yeah. And it, they still made it look like it was almost effortless for them to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were nasty. They were just nasty. Their offense is really good. And they played a good defense last week, and they proved that they can still outplay them. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like the Saints are probably. I think, I think that's the the main problem. The with, Saints are the Saints are due to have some like bad luck happen to them. It happens every year. It, yeah, it literally happens every year. I wouldn't be surprised. And the the only other thing is like the Bears just couldn't do anything. Like they were actually literally like. They just couldn't do anything. Uh, like, yeah. I feel like when you play, when you end up playing a game like that in the playoffs, it ruins your mentality. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because then you're like, okay, that was an easy win. Maybe we're really like about that. Like, maybe we're really good. And then you play someone like the Bucks. What are you going to do there? Right. Yeah. Like, who knows? Who knows? We will see, though, on Sunday. We'll see. Um, and that brings us to our Hall of Fame nominees that have just recently come out. Will, I say we just go through the list. We say yes or no. Yeah, I, I was just going to ask really quick. I don't know the number, but like, do we like, do we, I don't really know how many they pick. Um, I think it's seven to 10. Okay. Pretty sure it's seven to 10. Seven to ten. All right. Might as well. So it's doable. It's doable. It's, it's it's doable. I think there's there's some names on this list that I think definitely have to get in. Right. The. But say why not? Why not start things off? We got Jared Allen. Um, he is first year of eligibility for him. Yep. Um. This is a tough one. Just because it's his first year, like I like, I want to say like yes, but I don't know. Like I've seen, there's so many other players that ha- they don't get in on their first year, and I and they kind of deserve to. Yeah, um, I'm looking at his stats over his career. He's played 187 games. Mm-hmm. He has 136 sacks with 503 solo tackles and 32 forced fumbles. Okay. He has been to, okay, so 2007 to 2009, he was a first-team All-Pro 
as well as 2011, which I would say was his best season because that's like the season I remember him for. Uh, He's been to multiple Pro Bowls. In 2011, he had a season where he had – he played 16 games. Um, He had one pick. Uh, He returned it for 14 yards. Um, (laughs) He had three pass deflections, four first forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, um, and 22 sacks. That is actually in 16 insane. games. Yeah. But with that being said, it is his first year. I feel like this is the type of player that doesn't get it in his first year. So yeah. I'm going to no. go no as well. And when, when we get to the rest of the first year players, like, I just feel like if I feel like they, there's only there's four first year players. I feel like at most they let in two. I, in my opinion, I think they could let in all three after Jared Allen, but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Will, we have Rondé Barber, who mm-hmm. obviously was most known. I think he actually only played for the Buccaneers. Yep. From 1997 yep. to 2012, this is not his first year of eligibility. Uh, he played in 241 games. He had 47 interceptions for 923 yards, and he also had eight pick sixes. He has been named to three first-team All-Pros, as well as one, two, three, four, five Pro Bowls. Wow. I believe he's won a Super Bowl with uh, yeah, I think he did. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2003, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, ju- I'm just going to say this. I'm a huge Rondé Barber fan. I don't know why. Huge Rondé and Tiki Barber fan. I have a Tiki Barber jersey. And I used to have a Rondé Barber jersey, so I'm just going to say yes just because of that. Like, I don't know why I've just always been a huge fan of them. I like Rondé Barber, too. I also um, think he's nasty. Yeah, no, he is nasty. I'm just like, obviously, when we get to the point where we see where we read off everyone's names, I'm just like looking at the list like because we only really have like 10. Mm-hmm. I'd say at most. Um... I actually I I do think he he might get in. I'll say yes, yeah. he'll get in. All right. <clears throat> so we both got yes. Next up will probably a name that you don't know that well, Tony Baselli. The reason why you wouldn't know him that well is he played tackle. Uh, yeah. He played 91 games. Um mm-hmm. he was named to three All-Pros. As well as one, two, three, four, five Pro Bowls, and he only played in seven seasons. So I mean, he did really good in his seven seasons. You no, know, yeah, no, he really did. I'm just gonna say a quick shout out to my dad. Um, when this list came out, I like told him about it, and we like we went through like mo- like all the names. We were just talking about every single one. And he told me about him specifically. So I believe in the past he has been, I don't want to say robbed, but like, I feel like that's like the term everyone uses when someone believes they should get into the hall of fame and they don't like just in general. So he did tell me that he has had multiple opportunities at the hall of fame and has not gone in. And he did tell me he was like nasty. It's just the only thing he played for the Jaguars. Played for the Jags. So yeah, yeah, I think five pro bowls and three First team all pros in seven years. I think with what you said That's as well, very he's been impressive. eligible for a couple of years. He's gotten robbed. Might as well just throw him in. 
Like, yeah. I I was going to say, yeah, I think he deserves to go in. I mean, like, I think he might be someone that gets in like over Jared Allen. I do too. I think like, I kind of feel like he deserves it. Like yeah. I didn't really look into his stats. Like we did just now when I saw the list, but like, like hearing that, like, that's crazy. Right. And like, like I wish he, there was a better way to like tell like how good a tackle was. Um, he had a tackle at some point in his career, just one of them in 2000. He tackled somebody. Uh, he's also ran for two yards in his career. He had a fumble recovery for two yards. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, put him in. Why not? Yeah, why not? Next up, Will, we have my boy, Leroy Butler. Butler. Um. He played from 1990 to 2001. He played for the Packers. He was a defensive back. Um, let's see. Let's see. He's made four first-team All-Pros as well as four Pro Bowls. Um, won a Super Bowl. He has won a Super Bowl with the Packers. Yep. And he's played in 14 playoff games. He has had, over his career, he has had 38 interceptions. As well, for 553 yards, he's had one pick six. Um, he's his longest interception was 90 yards. That's actually pretty cool. With 10 fumble recoveries, um, two touchdowns off those fumble recoveries. He's also had 889 combined tackles, 474 of them were solo. Um, 10 tackles for loss. Eh. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I want to say I don't think he's gonna get in. Yeah, I want to agree with you there. I this like like this class seems like it's there's some names on here, I'll say. Like there's a lot of good names on here and okay. I mean, if we compare him to everyone else, like I I think maybe eventually he'll be able to get in. Yeah. I just I, don't know if this is the class he's going to be able to squeeze. Easy. Yeah. Cuz in my opinion, I think I'd probably let Jared Allen in before him in this class. I yeah, same, same, same. I kind of feel like we're going to keep comparing everyone to the Jared Allen scenario, but like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. That was my plan to just keep comparing. So, <laughs> yeah, um, so but we're going to go no there next up after two no's Alan Faneca. Mm-hmm. Um, he played guard and tackle from for the Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, 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 sorry. Played for the Arizona Cardinals. He was a Super Bowl champion, six-time All-Pro, nine-time Pro Bowler. He played in 206 games, started in 201 of them, um, played from 98 to 2010. Okay. Um, oh, he also played for – oh, he ended, in Arizona. he ended in Arizona. Yeah. He ended in Arizona. So he played the for the Steelers the for 10 years from 98 to, I want to say, was it 2007? Then for the Jets – for two years. Um, so did he win any Super Bowls? I said one, right? I think you did say one. Um, yep. One time Super Bowl champion. I mean, like, sure. Like, yeah. I mean, like, from Six that. Six-time All-Pro, nine-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, I can see I can see him getting in. It's just hard to tell off of guards and tackles, and, like yeah. offensive linemen that we just, like, don't really know. I feel well. like from the stats, obviously, like, that's definitely a solid career. I think he could get into the Hall of Fame. 
just like, I don't like that. I feel like he's in the, like not really the same category as Baselli, but in in a way. Yeah. I don't really know how many like there's a lot of like for me I feel like there's a lot of yeses coming up. Um, I'm gonna hit him with the comparison. I'd put him on, put him in over Jared Allen. So I probably would too. Mm-hmm. All right. So so I think yes? we could. I think we could say yes. I think we could say yes to this. But yeah. I feel like if he was one of the players that would end up getting screwed over, I'd say in most people's eyes, he could be one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. So Moving on. Yes for him. We got Tory Holt, obviously a name that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, he played for a decent amount of time. He played for, I believe, four teams. He was a Super Bowl champion, seven-time Pro Bowler, only one-time All-Pro. Played in 173 games for the St. Louis Rams as well as the Jacksonville Jaguars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm just going to go right off rip, Will. Yep. He's a big name. We know him. He's had some great seasons, but I don't think he gets in this year. I was going to say the same thing. I also, I think, I also was talking to my dad about this one. I think he should have got in when uh, Kurt Warner got in. Yeah. Agreed. Just, I, I just think, like, we're, we have a similar scenario coming up, but, like, I feel like that's the only right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because what did I say? Seven? Did I say seven Pro Bowls? Yeah. Seven Pro Bowls, one time all pro. Um, Will, I'm just going to move right on to the next one. A first year, first year guy, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, who, as we know, had a shorter, shorter span. He only played for 10 years. He was a six time pro bowler and a three time all pro. And he also made the all 2010s team. Like, I think. I I think he does deserve to get in on his first year of eligibility. I think he's a first year guy. Yeah, I I do, I do too. So that's a yes for me on Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson. All right, yeah, no, that's an easy yes for me as well for Calvin Johnson. Moving on, we have John Lynch, played from '93 to 2007 uh, for the Buccaneers. I believe he also played for the Giants, if I remember correctly. Are you looking at his mm-hmm. stats yet? Um, I, I just pulled up, like, I just looked up John Lynch. They have, like, his, like, I'm just going to say his Wikipedia thing. Um, Is it pro football reference? Uh, yes. That's what I'm on right now. Okay, perfect. He did not play for the Giants. He played for the Broncos. I was wrong. I'm sorry, yep. guys. But nine-time pro bowler, two-time all-pro. He was a good safety. Um, Did he win a Super Bowl with the Bucks? He must have, um, right? What year did they win the Super Bowl? So yeah, he was on yeah, the Super Bowl he was, team. He was. Yeah, because I believe it was two thousand three. Yep, two thousand three. The Bucks beat the Raiders. Yep. And Dexter Jackson was the MVP. Who was a defensive back? That's interesting. All right, we learn something new every day. Um, this is not his first year. Um, and yeah. I don't think this is his year in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have it's to go great. with no. So, hold up really quick. I just want to say we said yes here before. I, I don't think he's going to get in either. I just want to on our dock. So, we said yes here, right? And then yep. we said yes here. Yep. And everything else was no's, or did we? Uh, I think we said yes to Leroy Butler. Or no, we didn't. 
I meant Fineca. Fineca, yes. Okay. Just so we know. Yeah. Um. Like, just with the other names that I'm seeing that we haven't even yeah, gone to. We haven't like, even gone to. I'm Honestly, seeing... like, by the time we finish, like, I think we might go back to a couple of the names that we said no to, and we might be able to squeeze a couple in, I feel like. Well, because I there's, think everybody there's a... behind, everybody after this guy should be it. Maybe other than Clay Matthews. I I agree. But Clay Matthews had a great fucking career as well. That that's this is this is where uh, my dad and I reached our impasse when we were going over this. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to say no to John Lynch just because next yeah. up we got Peyton Manning. Don't yep. even need to read the stats for this guy. He's a yes. He is uh, yes. Um, and I was gonna say before we even say any, anyone else underneath him, a yes for Peyton Manning also means a yes for Reggie Wayne. Yep, and Reggie Wayne. We'll just say him next. That means yes as well. Because I yep. feel like Reggie Wayne saved Peyton Manning's ass so many times on the Colts. And it's the same scenario with Torrey Holt. You kind of have to put QB wide receiver in. And that's right. just my opinion. Yeah. Um, but to continue along <clears throat> after those two yeses. So what are we at now? Six or five? One, two, Three, four, five, six. We're, we're at, at six. six. All right. So I'd say... We'll give us three more yeses, Will. I'm going to name off the names. We'll give three more yeses. We got Clay Matthews, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, and Charles Woodson. How is Zach Thomas not – how did he not get in after his first year? I don't know. When was his first year of eligibility? Must have been last year. That's crazy because everyone got in last year. I know. Oh, they no. Literally... Wait, yeah, they put in, like, extra people. They put in so many extra people. Yeah. Literally like put in everyone. Years. Yeah. No. That know? also confuses me because there's a lot of names on this list. Obviously, we have to exclude the first year of eligibility players. There's a lot of names on this list that should have easily been been last year. Like right. in my opinion, I think Sam Mills should have been Sam last year Mills. too. Yeah. Um Obviously, we have Charles Woodson. I think I'm going to say yes to Charles Woodson. I'm going to have to say yes to Charles Woodson. Uh, I, I have to say yes. Yeah. So that leaves um, us with one more yes, and that leaves us with Sam Mills and Richard Seymour. I think they expanded. They say yes to both. I, because it. that gives us 10. I think you have to say yes to both there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's got to happen. And then, I, I mean, that leaves out Jared Allen. Leaves out Leroy Butler, leaves out Tory Holt, as well as John Lynch and Clay Matthews. I think, yeah, I think those 10 deserve it a little bit more. Obviously, I don't yeah. know much about Fineca or Vaselli, but I mean, from stats, I can, we can, yeah. we can assume. Um, the other thing when, when I was looking at this was looking, so obviously, I don't think they really do like, okay, there's this many wide receivers, there's this many tackles, there's this many at a specific position. But obviously, we did have quite a we had a few wide receivers here. I feel like someone might get screwed over for Tory Holt in my like, not in a rude way, but like, I feel like if it were, I think Calvin Johnson might not get in first year. Calvin I Johnson like, might not get in first year because of that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I or that. I think in general, Calvin Johnson might not get in first year for any of the people we did not say. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I just agree. I don't think you can leave Sam Mills out any longer. Same thing yeah, with Seymour. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested to go back after this is done and look to see if we were right. Yeah. Yeah, this will be interesting to see if we're actually correct, if they even allowed 10 people in. Uh, yeah, I knows. wouldn't be surprised if they didn't because they like literally put everyone in last year. <laughs> so yeah, so they, they might have to they might have to cut back a little bit cut for the next following few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so yeah, that that's gonna, is that's our Hall of Fame nominees. Yes and no's. That is also going to do it for the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, make sure you follow the socials at Inside the Five Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Follow Inside the Five on YouTube. Um, and, yeah, that's going to have to do it. Yeah. Um, Let's go watch some football and have a good weekend. Yeah, have a good weekend. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.